All right. Good afternoon, Facebook Live. Thanks for taking the time out of your schedule to join us here today. Very, very, very happy to be introducing you all to Razna Aurora. She's a maven in the real estate investing space, a tactful negotiator, and an all-around wonderful person that I just love spending time with. So I really, really appreciate her taking the time today. Thank Razna. you so much for having me. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much. So today's a little bit of a special show for us, um, and that's not only because it's the very first episode in our Investor Highlight Series, but we're actually doing this episode in memory of a very important individual to both myself and to Razna as well. So Mr. Stefan Arnio, highly respected individual in the real estate investing space, unfortunately passed away here on May 6th of 2020, so just last week. Now, I personally can't state enough how important that Stefan was to me on my own investment journey. And I'm sure that Razan, of course, feels very much the same. We were both students of the same program, spent a lot of time together, spent a lot of one-on-one -on -one time together with Stefan. So huge impact there. His passing, while it was definitely difficult to absorb, has inspired many of us to continue on his legacy of showing others how they can improve their lives and getting the freedom that they are ultimately looking for. So in honor of Stefan, Please throw a hashtag, respect the grind, into the chat. It's safe to say that, particularly in the case of Razna and I, life would have looked very, very differently without him. So Razna, I know that this is a tough topic for you, a uh, tough topic for me, of course. Anything you wanted to add to kind of that piece and tribute to Stefan? Absolutely. I uh, <clears throat> Stefan was polarizing, yes, but he was a brilliant genius. Uh, the things he's achieved in the short age that he was on the planet, um, it is uh, something that I will forever be thankful for. Uh, I hope to continue his legacy, um, you know, taking it forward. Remember his teachings. I watch his videos every day. Um, and as a platinum student of his, uh, just like you were as well, there's so much uh, in our business, in our life that has changed solely because of uh, Stefan. So um, shout out to him and his whole team, his uh, parents as well, who have been going through what they are. And uh, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be sitting still in heaven as he believed um, in uh, constantly watching us and telling us what to do. So he's, he's right here as well, uh, so taking my butt and uh, yeah. Him terribly, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. He, yeah. he was the man, yeah, agreed, right? I mean, huge, huge, huge impact, huge, huge influence. So, again, if you're watching the stream, please, in honor of Stefan, throw a hashtag respect the grind into the chat. And we hope that you know, again, he has had a positive impact on your lives as much as he had ours as well. So, kind of getting right into it. I first met Razna back in fall of 2017, actually, I think it was. Uh, and we actually did a negotiating class together in Winnipeg. And not surprisingly, uh, Razna actually came in first place on that negotiation class. <laughs> and it was interesting because one of the things we did in that negotiation class, we did the, um, we did the disc profiles. And I remember specifically that you actually were in the the S category of of the disc profile, at least at least at that point in time. But, yeah. Uh, but it was but it was amazing because I remember like 
like something like 70% of the room were these like extremely dominant alpha type personalities. Um, and I think in a lot of instances, that's where everybody was kind of betting their money, right? They said, oh yeah, no, these guys, you know, don't worry. They're, they're all hammers and everything's a nail, right? That's, that's what's going to win the negotiation strategies. And yeah, uh, yeah Razna, I mean, you just, uh, you just showed everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was so fun. Um, yeah, that class uh, opened up my mind, my eyes, everything uh, about the possibilities. And also, um, you know, I didn't know it was a contest. It was a three-day contest and it was such a stressful uh, situation that, and that was Steph, so Stefan, right? In all his courses, he put us through, literally through the grinder and he, um, I think the whole thing of when you put something under pressure, you can get diamonds yeah, or yeah, you right. just crack if you're a rock and he loved doing that and uh that that's what i learned so much about myself there and he he appreciate he was surprised he said i was i was surprised that you you did win that uh with the room that was there and the people that were there um that uh you could do it with a smile on your face and while being pleasant to people uh, instead of, uh, you know, you still got what you wanted, but you got it done pleasantly. And I think I, I uh, took that away in a positive note in the sense that that is me. Um, you know, I, I, I prefer to be assertive um, and get what I need uh, or want or desire rather than being aggressive or, you know, on someone's head or whatever. So I just have a different style of working as everybody does. And I think you're right. Um, I, I didn't remember I was in the S quadrant at all. It was all so new to me at that time. <laughs> we were in this whole new world. Um, and all of you amazing people there and so many, everybody with, you know, so much of just raring to go and wanting to make a change in our lives and everything. Yeah. And that was such a mm -hmm. kickoff point for us. And I think all, our friendships uh, grew from there. And we, that was three years ago almost. And, um, you know, now we invest with each other. We the core. Uh, we refer people to each other. We reach out to each other when we're in some sort of um, you know a place where we don't know what to do, and uh, that's something we also got from uh, Stefan. Yeah. That the core group that connected in those rooms yeah yeah um, the, yeah the the connection the interconnection between everybody is again just uh yes. was just like an absolutely amazing experience right like it's absolutely. it's hard it's hard to realize like particularly and, I, and, I've, and I've said this a couple of times but i don't think i can repeat this enough it's it's amazing for me to think about the connections that i've made and what a large part of my life that all those people actually play in it now and again i mean yes. and again three three you know like you said almost three years ago i mean that yeah. was that was all completely different <laughs> yes i know i think you were just getting out of that employment situation and i yep. was uh i decided that no i can do this and i can get out of uh the marriage that I was in uh, and do something on my own and just take massive action. And um, so many things change for the positive uh, yeah. in, in after that. And uh, that's why I think, you know, it's so important to be in the right rooms. Um, and we learn that as we go along, but um, our mindsets need to change. And for that, people get worried about, you know, paying for classes or coaching or courses. Or what have you and it's always like what what's in it for that person what oh my god he's making so much money yeah. why do you care what are you getting out of it yeah. 
What, how is that going to change you? You know, what opportunities is that going to bring you in your life? That's what we need to remember yeah. uh, and, and think about, I think. It, so that whole shift needs to happen mm -hmm. in anyone who's trying to make a change. And uh, a huge, and yeah. And I mean, and that was a huge lesson learned, even from that negotiation class that we were talking about, right? Yeah. That was one of the things that I took away from it, right? Be be less concerned about what the other party is getting, right? Yes. And ultimately concerned on what you're getting, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. And don't assume what the other person wants. Remember, yeah. it's, yeah, it's that was, not that always that about the price. Uh, it's, <laughs> oh my god oh yeah. i love that course that so, so, so safe to, so safe to say again both of our lives very very different now than what they look like before so if we kind of so if we kind of start at the very beginning of your of your journey right so even even before anything to do with kind of real estate investment uh why don't why don't you kind of start us there so what did, what did life look like for rasna before um before we all decided to um, you know get in, get involved in this crazy world okay uh, so uh, I, uh, I'm from India originally, mm -hmm. from Delhi. I'm a Delhi girl um, and I was in the hospitality industry. So that kind of comes a bit naturally to me, uh, being in the service industry, trying to, you know, uh, I was always a people pleaser, which is something that I had to work on uh, being in real estate. And um, but anyways, um, I lived, I've lived in India and I've worked and lived in Australia for a while uh, before I met my ex-husband online on a matrimonial website. So we arranged our own marriage um, with our families, uh, but we hadn't met uh, in person when we got, when, you know, when we decided to meet in it. And that again, points out to the adventurous spirit that I have. I'm like, oh my God, it's gonna be so amazing. I'm gonna move, you know, across the world. And in Bollywood, you have these amazing uh, shots of the girl in the sari in the snow and oh my God. Romantic ideas in the head, right? And I'm a young 20-year-old. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, um, I always, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy taking risks, uh, calculated as much as I think. But anyways, I came to Canada about 17 years ago. And um, my background, and I had a very uh, good upbringing. I'm from a very strong family, very close-knit. So that was always my good, you know, a strong support system. Um, and uh, in the beginning is itself, I had decided that I want to um, make sure I, I have property. Uh, how I'm gonna get there and everything, I have to find the process. So in 2008, about 12 years ago is when um, I first bought our uh, first rental property. And uh, again, um, made the mistake of just, just thinking, oh, I'm gonna wing it. Uh, I, I'm so smart, I've read all these books. Um, and just go for it and I did. Now, if I had only uh, joined uh, at that time, rain was huge and still is um, in, in Canada. I wanted a Canadian based uh, uh, system and company and fundamentals and all that fun stuff. Um, if I had paid that small 2000 at that time fee for uh, you know joining the membership, I would have learned so much that would have saved me so many mistakes that I had I made from the school of hard knocks, yeah. uh, you know, and um, but and that's something that I realized at that at that stage right away because I put it I bought it traditionally I bought I put twenty five percent down uh, blah 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 I was so happy oh my god fifteen hundred dollars a month income yeah no uh, if I had known better I 
could have used that 25% to buy five properties at that time in 2008. You could buy 5.5% now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that just goes to say the importance of being with like-minded people um, and being in those right rooms. Um, it was, it's important to do that. So um, anyways, over time, um, I realized that um, I, I was not happy and uh, I was not growing in the sense, my life was not growing in the sense that I wanted to. But uh, the reason that you didn't change anything uh, was cultural, of course. Um, why change something when nothing, you know, everything looks perfect on the outside and everything. Uh, comfort is, um, I think, the biggest hindrance to growth. Um, so, you know, I had, I, I and the whole world uh, thought, oh, you've got four rental properties, you've got a husband who makes 200,000 or whatever that may be, you've got a big mansion, and it was a gorgeous mansion we had at that time. We, we built all that together, but uh, I was comfortable, but I was not happy. And I didn't see a way out for myself. Not that it was any, it was not a bad marriage in you know, the sense that people might think. It was just not the right place for both of us. And we are best friends even to date. And, uh, uh, you know, I love him as a friend and we, we're great together. But, uh, you know, we built that. Uh, and then I attended Stefan's uh, seminar. And suddenly uh, a future where I saw no, uh, you know, that I had no passion. I didn't find a purpose. That nothing was driving me. Suddenly I realized that, hey, what's wrong with me? I love real estate i love learning i'm a student of life and learning so what am i so worried about i can do this so you know that's when i got really involved in the courses and taking all the education reading all the books joining networking uh, sessions and all of that fun stuff wherever i could um and i was able to uh, take the step of leaving that marriage and starting something for myself so uh, and we, we left off in a good place because we had built something together to that point. And we were able to leverage that um, 10 years down the road from then. So again, a big lesson, start, like the right time to start is now. Yeah. Start investing now, buy real estate now. Uh, of course, following fundamentals and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. But uh, the, the benefit of leverage allowed us to double that portfolio and separate in a way that we were both financially fine. Now, from there, uh, when three years ago, when this happened, my gross rental income uh, annually was 54,000 approximately. And as I posted recently, because I, I was doing some calculations and I was uh, blown away myself because I, I'm so involved in doing, doing, doing that I haven't had the time to sit down and calculate. And yesterday I did uh, that this uh, this year will be, uh, you know, our gross annual rental income is going to be a million more than that. So it's wow. one million and fifty-four thousand. That is a, so, that is an amazing, amazing, amazing <laughs> milestone to get to to get to over a million dollars in gross rent. <laughs> yeah, little old me, yeah. you know, a woman, an immigrant, a, yeah. whatever minority, whatever you may say. I'm not playing that card, yeah. but I'm just to say that anyone can do this, you know, if you just surround yourself with the right people, find your purpose, you know, just respect the grind. Yeah. Um, you know this anyone can do this um don't let fear hinder your progress 
there's one there's one in very interesting thing that I've kind of found. So I've always kind of had this, you know, very meritocratic approach on on everything in life, right? So and and this and this really kind of and this really held me back in the corporate world, right? Cuz I was kind of always of this opinion, right? Like I don't care if you're black or you're white or you're yellow or you're purple or whatever, right? Whatever your upbringing was, who your daddy is, anything like that, right? Like for me, yeah. for me the approach was always to basically just kind of treat people equally, right? And then very much through your actions, right? And and basically, you know, in your own personal drive and what you want to achieve, right? I mean, that's that's how I kind of formed my my opinion of you. Now in now in the corporate world that was a gigantic challenge, right? Because you end up with a lot of people who are, you know, basically just ride coattails and they play cards and it's all this like big, big game. Now yeah. there's one thing that I can say that's amazing about the real estate investing community and the investing community just in general, right? Those meritocratic principles very much apply, right? All that all that other nonsense and all that other kind of stuff really doesn't seem to play a big part of it anymore. It is very much on who you are know how you treat people and what you achieve right that is that is how the community as a whole really decides that they are going to to judge you right and again for 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 better or worse so correct that's true and uh that's where the values come into play as well and it's important to define them and know them uh for yourself as well and then stand by them um things like accountability um uh, credibility building your credibility and then guarding it like it's a precious diamond, Kohinu diamond, maybe. Um, you know, they, they are so important. And at the end of the day, um, defining your purpose, why you're doing this, for who you're doing this, what's your why? Because um, there's going to be so many pits of despair. And as Stefan said, yeah, right. uh, as he reminded us every time he wanted to run and hide <laughs> under the covers, yeah, when, yeah. some, <laughs> when some contractor took our money and ran away or some you know nonsense happened and we just like, I want to run away no yeah. it's going to happen to each one of us and how we uh, address that and face it head on and deal with it defines who we are and we we should not forget that yeah. and i think many a time even in investors uh, there are you know times where things happen like right now is a prime example uh, during covid there are things that are out of our control but there are there's a lot that is in our control uh, it's in our control how we are going to react to what's happening, how we are going to address what the next steps are. Uh, are we keeping our tenants informed? Are we keeping our investors informed uh, so that their fears are allayed? You know, you're, you're you know you're you're being paid and the money's there. It's backed by real estate. All of that fun stuff. Or are you just sitting, closing your computer, and you're just coming out to, you know say oh my god look at this beautiful place yeah vacation yeah vacation mode is fully set in and (laughs) yeah Yeah. so it's important to communicate um and right now is the time to build um your brand who you are uh and keep keep your word to people you know and if you if for any reason you can't in my opinion it's keep them informed what's going on so that they're on the same page because at the end of the day um people are fearful of investing uh, because they, they don't, you know, what if, the what if is so fearful. So if you address that and just stay true to yourself and be accountable, take responsibility for what's happening in your business, uh, things will go much better than just ignoring it and just saying, oh, no, no, I can't deal with this. That's it. No, I can't do this anymore. Sorry, guys, go to the court, do whatever. Yeah. No, no. They trusted you. They believed in you. You better find a way to make this work. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's been and that's been a huge part of it. I mean, I've I've had a couple people that have that have reached out to me kind of during this time. And again, I mean, my own fault. I mean, I should have I should have preempted the conversation and said, "Hey, just following up, right? You know, I know everybody's got some concerns, but want to let you know, you know, your investments are safe, the projects are still going, right? Or if we did have any or if we did have any, you know, issues along the way or people requesting deferrals or something like that, right? That you know, we're, yeah. we're we're handling it and kind of taking it on. I had one individual specifically that kind of reached out to me and uh, and he even said he's like He's like, well, I'm really concerned with my investment here during COVID. And uh, we had a probably about an hour long conversation type thing. And by the end of it, he's like, this is fantastic. He's like, I got some money and some other things. And I can tell you that once it's done, right, it's coming over to you. And I'm like, wow, yeah. like that is like, it's kind of funny that that's that yeah. wasn't how I thought that conversation was going to go. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Yeah. yeah, I had. And surprisingly, in these last two months, um, uh, people have been watching so closely uh, and I, I have not realized that I put everything out there. I'm, yeah. I'm literally an open book. Um, you know, I'm shameless uh, in the sense that I post everything going on in the business and some quite a bit of private uh, family life as well, because that's my life is all of that. You know, it's yeah. not just producing what we are producing in the business. Yeah. This is who I am. This is why I'm doing this. This is for who I'm doing this. Yeah, and, and, it, and it eventually gets to the point where it's fully integrated, right? Like the like, Absolutely. The, yeah, you, like you don't you don't stop working, right? I mean, work what yeah. what you're doing, working and personally. I mean, like the, those lines are not there anymore. It's not like oh, right. five o'clock is done. I'm gonna punch the clock and, and away <laughs> I go, right? So yeah, no. Everything has to be aligned. Yeah. And it's when things are aligned in, in your values and what you're doing that people can see that. Um, and I, I realize that more and more um, because people are reaching out to me directly. And uh, in the last one month, for example, less than a month actually, we've had um, suddenly new investors and they've invested about 400,000 in our renovation project. Uh, and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so thankful for their trust in that in me and, and in our business and what Pierre and I are doing. Um, but that's the thing, right? People are watching. People are watching not just what you say, but what you do. Yeah. So it's important to, um, you know, keep your guard, your credibility and be transparent and uh, put yourself out there. You there is and this is a win win for everybody. Right. It's we're creating something um, for the rental market or for our family or whatever it may be. And you're providing a passive income for investors. So this is not that. Oh, my God, I need your money. No, no. You need the. Uh, you know, the, both of the parties need each other, and it's it needs to be a good mix. Yeah, to be so, that's a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship, right? So absolutely, yeah. and when people realize that, there's no end to what you can grow and do, yeah. right? So, so you mentioned, so you kind of mentioned in the beginning, so definitely, definitely kind of came about, you know, what, what life looked like before your why now it's something that something I just want to roll back to. So you would, we had talked about the negotiation class that we kind of both attended together. Now, was that your, was that your kind of first exposure to it or, or had you done something, uh, had you done like a course or something, uh, like with Stefan Pryor? No, I came down, I flew down to Winnipeg from Ottawa for yep. his blueprint to cash seminar, yep. Yep. the weekend one. And uh, I really liked what he said, uh, what the blueprint to cash system said. It, it made logical sense. And uh, you know, all the information there is to know is out there, yes. But this was in one place in a particular way that was I was able to connect with. And it was put out, put out in a way, presented in a way that I could use it right away. 
And the next, so then after that, I signed up for the negotiation class. And once I saw that and I saw all of us in action, <laughs> and oh my God, like I wish we had, maybe there's a recording of that, but people got so passionate about what was going on because we were doing actual deals yeah. on small things, right? We were playing with actual money, $10 a deal, yeah. $300 for the weekend. Yeah. And people were angry and some are till today, yeah. uh, you know, throwing money down on the thing. And at the end of the day, I remember Stefan said, uh, if you, and he's so right. And I, I always say that to others as well now, that if you're so upset and so angry losing $300, you're not ready for this game right now. Yeah. You are not ready for losing thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands in real estate if you're not willing to um, lose a three hundred dollar or five thousand dollar course. Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's a very and that's a very likely scenario. I mean, particularly when you get into something, you don't know what you're doing, right? So. Yes, especially people who you know you'll watch these amazing AGTV flip shows. Uh, and it, they don't get the right numbers out. They tell you, oh, bought for this much, sold for this much, this is a profit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah, if, it, so, if, it, if it was only so easy, right? So we would, yeah, everybody would be doing it if it was, right? So, oh. so after the, so after the event, so you took a, so you took a little bit of a leap of faith, right? So ultimately you liked, you know, you liked what you heard, right? And you're like, well, I'm, I'm fairly certain that this isn't that here's our favorite word scam, right? We're fairly certain yes. that this isn't a scam. So we're going to invest yeah. a little bit of money in ourselves and then yes. we're going to start, uh, we're going to start rolling. So if you had to, so if you kind of had to roll back to that point, right? So you're, so you're in it, you're committed. I'm doing this, all that kind of stuff. It's scary. Um, why don't you, why don't you kind of take us to that to kind of maybe kind of take us back to that point and just, uh, what your, what your actions, what your activities kind of look like, particularly in the, in the very beginning of the, of your real estate investing career. Specifically. Right. Sure. Um, so because my mindset was already of the, you know, I wanted to do real estate. I was in a particular place with that. Um, but I didn't even know, uh, where I wanted to go or till where, till where, if at all, uh, I wanted to reach. Uh, I just knew that I wanted to do something uh, enough to create, a, you know, to have the freedom that I wanted uh, without going to work in a company that I had absolutely no um, passion for. And uh, I wanted to create financial freedom for myself. So uh, when, so I, yeah, I took the plunge and uh, I came back home and I told uh, my ex-husband, okay, I'm going to do this. Oh yeah. And I, I think it's time for us to separate and I need to, you know, do this on my own. And uh, we went through that journey and um, working with a coach. Uh, my first coach was Dan Nash because I took the bronze coaching first with uh, Stefan and Blackheart. Um, and uh, there was so many, you know, so many times I was not agreeable to what was being told to me to do because it, and then when I look back, I, it was because I was uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, you were asking me to do something and not like in that weird sense, but picking up the phone and asking questions or reaching out to people and uh, talking about real estate. All of that was new. So, but over time, I realized that till I got over that discomfort, I was not going to, unless I do something different, I'm not going to get different results. And all of that came through coaching. And I, sure enough, I had uh, two flips going on at that time. 
Um, I bought another property that that was that till today is one of my best successes. Um, you know, it was a side by side uh, bungalow duplex, and we did a severance on it. So that was a whole new learning experience. And then we did an SDU secondary dwelling unit we built uh, in the on one side, kept it, sold once, flipped one side. So I went like all in. <laughs> I tried three, I think, strategies in that one unit, and it was after that. I was hooked. No. So, uh, and I had so many naysayers, you know, I, uh, uh, for the whole, for everything, for my personal life decisions, for my business decisions, everybody just thought I was crazy. Um, and, uh, and I said, you know what, that's fine. Uh, I, I believe in myself and I know I can do this. I have the support of who I need. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, you're not coming to pay my bills or wipe my tears. Yeah. So I need to do this for myself. And uh, I'm glad I did. And then I went to platinum coaching and then I did other courses with other, uh, you know, um, companies that, that worked for me. Uh, but I found that if it, if it was a co uh, course that was just like at a giveaway price, I wasn't putting in the effort, to be honest, yeah. somehow, because it didn't pinch. Yeah. It's almost as if to make you do something, it needs to pinch your foot. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very different feeling when you've got when you've got money in something, right? And now yes. and now when you're financially committed, because now all of a sudden it's not like, oh yeah, well you know, you know, I got this I got this phone call with this guy and he's gonna tell me some stuff and all that other kind of stuff. No, it's you know I'm invested into this thing for thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars, right? And I'm Absolutely. not and I'm not interested in just lighting that money and you know throwing it to the wind, right? I got to get my value out of it, right? Exactly. Like I have a rule if I'm going for any course or coaching, um, I need to get at least one thing out of that coaching, uh, sorry, the course back. So if I'm attending a negotiation class or a wealth class or whatever it may be, I need to come back with at least one nugget that I can apply directly in life or business uh, that can show me the direct return of that. So it has to be a minimum, you know, 10 to 100% return. And it has always happened. Right. For again, going back to that negotiation yeah. class, I came back home and we were putting an offer in on a property uh, with my coach, Dan Nash. And uh, the agent said, no, 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 this is not okay. We can't do this. This is not how it's done. I said, <laughs> and because I was like, oh, a new student and everything, I said, no, no, just do it, please. Just put it in. Just do what I need you to do. And we'll see. There's no harm done. They've already refused our offer. So she she applied that technique that I suggested at Nichols, you know, and they accepted it. They accepted it at a lower price because the price was not the determinant factor, like most people think in that particular deal. So just showing the correlation between one class or course to real life and business. And if I hadn't done that, uh, I would not have this property that is now worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, bringing in. Uh, $1,200 positive cash flow yeah, every month. That's amazing. To your back, to, back to your point on that. I mean, that is that is one of the biggest challenges. And 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 again, I mean, I, I experienced. I think I think anybody who kind of goes through this experiences, right? You know, you can have you can have different levels of support. You know, like in your in your kind of immediate networks, right? Again, I mean, you know, my my family, 
right? You know, immediate extended, all that other kind of stuff. I mean, very, very supportive of everything I did, right? So that was never a hindrance, right? And I've talked and I've talked with some people where, where sometimes, I mean, that is a that is a gigantic hindrance and a gigantic bone of contention, right? And yeah, I mean, I mean that makes it that makes it super, super difficult. To your point, one of the things that I really like that you said is, is that you know you you basically got some pushback from somebody who was, you know, in, in normal circumstances would be recognized as an expert, right? Your realtor, right? But it was ultimately because you had a coach who had yes. done this before, right? And said, oh no, right? It's fine. This will work. Like, you know, go back, go back and tell them all that other kind of stuff, right? Because yeah, yeah sometimes if you're not getting that level of encouragement, right? Particularly from somebody who has done it before, right? If you're not getting yeah. that level of encouragement, yeah, it's easy to say, well, I guess the realtor said we can't do it, so we can't do it. That's, yeah. And yeah. that's the sad part, though. You know, people who are uh, considered experts in, uh, like, a real estate agent or broker, or who, who have you, if anybody, if we say that we know everything, don't tell me what to do, right there, there's something wrong. Yeah. Because there's no one on the planet, including Bill Gates and Warren Buffet, who know everything there is to know. So... That should be a red flag. So yeah, no, I don't work with that agent anymore. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a big another whole story that I'll probably write in a book about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was an interesting time. But so many learnings, you know. And someone once asked me, would you, if you could go back, you know, would you not work with that person or not do that or whatever? And I said no, because everything that I am today and where I'm going. Uh, with the people I'm going with is because I was there because I learned those lessons because I went through that crap yeah. or the fun stuff. Yeah. But, so no, I would not trade that for anything at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you're in a situation now, uh, and again, kind of speaking, speaking back to kind of just the, like, I guess the timeline that we were talking, right? So you're, so you're in a situation now, right? You're working with your coach, you're getting some deals done, all that other kind of thing. Now, can you think back to the point in time where, you know, let's say your your deepest dive into the pit of despair right so so now you know because typically like what i found is is that typically you kind of start and you kind of go up a little bit and then all of a sudden you you know at some point in time it just crashes right everything piles on right interest yes. in, interesting you had mentioned um you had mentioned having a bad experience with the contractor that stole some money from you i yes. i also had a very kind of bad experience with that and yeah it was like it was literally the first time i ever had to sue anybody and it was yes. and it was one of these situations and i'm like like how did i get here like what like what am i doing what's happening all this other kind of stuff so so yeah. again to your own to your own experience in it i mean what would you say was the largest sing, single most largest challenge or most challenging period that you kind of went through in that journey mm -hmm. um it, that would have been last year actually uh this exact time frame yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that things happened and it was because we, um, you know, we had given our, because we were doing more projects than um, our own team could handle. Uh, we were at that stage where do we hire more people and train them to do what we need them to do or do we get contractors in? And we decided to go with that. And um, uh, so doing, anyways, the point being that somebody came into our life who um, I, ha I have a thing about, I trust someone till they show me otherwise that they shouldn't be trusted. So um, that is something that I've had to work on. And uh, 
the shiny penny syndrome that um, Stefan says you should not go out to. You know, you see someone, oh, buy one, get one free, or just don't fall for it. Do your own research kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, um, this person came into our life and I believed almost everything that he said. Uh, crazy, crazy things that, oh, I worked for Mr. Holmes' show and, you know, I used to be the lead whatever for him. I was in the Marine Corps. I got shot three times. Oh, yeah. You cannot even believe. He was a sociopath. Yeah. Like, there are movies made about such people, unfortunately. And he went to jail um, in the end. Yeah. And not for what he did to me, but for what he had been doing, because that's who he was. Um, but the thing being that um, at that time, we were uh, out $35,000. And uh, I also invest my own money um, in uh, you know in private investing uh, as a private lender and what have you so i and i know the value of thirty five thousand dollars um and that happened and then the projects just stalled not just one but two and three and it was a snowball effect and i was in a place that i was like why did i even do this it was okay if i was not happy i was in a mansion <laughs> I was fine. My life was set. Why did I do this? And, yeah. uh, you know, I was telling, I was avoiding my coach's calls and everything. And uh, finally he grabbed a hold of me and he's like, you're not the first one to go through this. And this is not the last time this is happening to you. So get the fuck up and wipe off that dust and wipe off those tears and find a way out. So, so we did. And, uh, you know, I was, um, I talked to this guy. Everybody told me, forget about that money. It's never coming back, blah, blah, blah. But I I used my own, who I am. Um, you know, I used my personal relationship with this, but the rapport I had established. And I was able to get out half of that amount from him just by being nice. Uh, so when he owed money to others, like he owed 250000 to someone else. And he, like he was a scammer, but he was able, I was able to get material or whatever have you, you know. And after that, I said, you know, forget this. This is not worth my time yeah. or energy. I'll make this money back on the next project. And I just decided to cut him off. I worked with the other contractor. We got things done. The house was flipped, sold off the market, um, done. You know, And once that's done, I decided not to let that bother me, upset me, rile me up, but just take it as a lesson um, and you know, do more due diligence myself on people. Um, not ignore the red flags, yeah. our intuition tells us. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to have Pierre as uh, my partner in the business as well as my fiance, because he's the exact opposite of me. Like he'll see someone and he can see right through them. And I'm like, oh my God, this wasn't so nice. Did you see what? And he's like, he's a scammer. Yeah. Don't believe a word, he said. So, okay. <laughs> But I think that's why it's important to, you know, have someone to sound off. And yeah. that's why we've been able to succeed in whatever way we have to now. And we are building this business. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And it's and it's amazing. I mean, whether it's whether it's personal relationships or business partnerships or whatever the case it is. Yeah. Like a lot of times, very, very opposing personalities and very opposing <laughs> viewpoints on things are very very valuable right and that's Absolutely. just yeah, you know so i mean you don't 
you know, we, and we talked about this a lot, right? I mean, the, one of the worst things you can do is, you know, surround yourself with a bunch of yes people, right? And all okay. it is is, yeah, yeah, that's great, right? Oh, you're the best person in the world. And everything you do is fantastic, yada, yada, yada. And then when the whole thing comes collapsing down, they're like, well, that was a, that was a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, you need to be the dumbest person in the room almost plenty <laughs> yeah. of times. You know? yeah, that's that's right. when you're going to learn. And just sit and watch and listen and learn and then go out and do that thing. Yeah. Become better than them. Um, but yeah, don't please don't think that you know it all because trust me, you don't. Yeah. And just when you think you do, the life is going to come and give you a tight slap on your face. <laughs> yeah, extremely, extremely valuable advice. Can't, can't be reiterated okay. enough. So you had mentioned, so you mentioned at this point in time, so you're, you're just a little over a million in gross rents. Um, so what, yes. I guess, why don't you tell us a little about uh, your situation now and kind of what, uh, like what the business looks like, the primary focus um, and that, uh, yeah. And basically just kind sure. of that thing. So um, we went from a traditional strategy of buy and hold, boring, good old, stable, uh, you know, single family home kind of thing, um, divested that portfolio to do, um, couple of other things. I did quite a few flips, uh, even did wholesaling, which was so exciting. Uh, just just amazing. And hats off to the people who do that uh, full time. Uh, and that's a great skill to have. So if someone's looking to get in without putting in any of their money, but learn about real estate, uh, look into whole, uh, you know, wholesaling for sure, I would say. Um, did that and then uh, came upon this model that I really, really like. And now we, that is what we do. Uh, we found repeatability in this. So we do the Burr model, which is the buy, renovate, rent, um, refi, and then repeat thing, yeah. right? Yep. Mixing up my R's probably. Yep. <laughs> there's, but, a, there's a lot of R's. <laughs> but <laughs> I know there are a few. <laughs> uh, but um, I love that so much because you hold on to the property. And, uh, you know, uh, again, the people you meet and the things that trigger in your mind. I remember Corey, uh, another one of our investor friends, right, from Stefan's uh, Institute. Uh, and he um, had once told me in the beginning, he's like, I don't get rid of most of my property. I hold on to property. I don't sell. And I was like, hmm, okay, that makes sense. And uh, so, yeah, so now we buy single detached homes and we add legal secondary units to it and we hold them. Uh, we renovate them um, to make them nice and modern. Um, we uh, try different um, different models on them. We Some are furnished rentals, some are rented by room to professionals. There's such a large market uh, base of tenants that you have and everybody has different needs. So just, you know, creating uh, something for a family is not always the right strategy yeah. for a particular city. So always do research on your own city, like Ottawa is professionals, government, uh, IT. So there's all sorts of people who need all sorts of accommodation. So we found our niche there. And once we started doing these projects of adding secondary dwelling units legally with permits, um, it just makes complete sense. The whole model makes sense. And it's so important to have the right team around you to do that and uh, just keep bettering that process. Um, and yeah, just repeat, repeat, repeat. So that's what we did. We, you know, we, we had, um, well, the first project I told you that we, you know, the whole sever flip yep. that we did in my bronze coaching. Um, basically, once we did that, we now do exactly the same model. And now we have um, 40, 
at the once they're complete right now whatever we own under contract once they're complete there'll be 44 units uh, wow. and they're all solely owned by us it's yeah. there are no joint venture partnerships they're all fully owned by us uh, on refi everybody's paid out um so yeah and then the same investors love to reinvest in the next project because they see their money coming back and their money doing the work that it's supposed to do yeah uh, when it's well. when it's amazing to think about you know when we talked about what you got into initially and, you know, kind of testing a couple of different strategies and that type of thing. Right. And how, and how you've really found, you know, how, how you've really found your space, particularly in this, in this, this very specific niche. Right. But very much to your point about keeping them. Yeah. I mean, you are, I mean, you are in a great position now where, I mean, you're, you know, you're not only building, you know, wealth for yourself. Right. But in, but very much in a position where, I mean, that's like, that's life-changing interge- intergenerational wealth as well. Yes. So that yes. is amazing. We're yeah. trying to create a legacy. Okay, no, not trying, creating a legacy. There is no try. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do, do, or do, yeah, not, do or do not. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. Well, that is fantastic. So current current situation. Uh, so again, the real estate business very very busy, very bustling, lots of activity there. Now, if you have to think about where you ultimately want to end up, right? What's 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 the end goal? Is there even an end, or is it you know what? I'm just having so much fun. I'm doing this forever. Um, but ultimately, what the big next steps are for your for your business here going forward, yeah. right? What real real estate or otherwise? Just... Yeah. Um, just the other day, you know, we were talking uh, during our coffee tea time with the family that we have every evening, uh, and you know, I just mentioned that you know, if I um, if I won, if any of us, if we won the lottery right now, like the sixty-five million dollar lottery or whatever have you, um, what would change for us? What, what would we do differently? And I, I said, you know what, I would do exactly probably uh, again uh, i would do what i'm doing right now i would live my life the way i am with the people that i am already um probably just on a grander scale yeah i'll have a much bigger house maybe you know travel only first class and all of that fun stuff but i already am living the life that i designed for myself um with my parents i sponsored my parents and they live with me um, you know, Pierre, I found such a wonderful partner in him. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, so, so I'm living, I'm living the life that I wanted always to live. And maybe I didn't even know what's possible. And, uh, so yeah, uh, going forward, all I can see is going bigger and better. Yeah. Um, I want to constantly learn. I'm still, uh, unfortunately, um, you know, with Stefan's passing, uh, there is a big void um, in my life uh, for a, a great coach uh, who kicked my ass and, uh, you know, made me see things that I didn't see, the things, places I could be at uh, that I didn't realize. I, I'm looking for uh, a great coach like that uh, for myself. I am already working with three other coaches uh, through the Elite 52 program. Uh, I am also coaching through Black Card University to, in my own way to try and carry on Stefan's legacy. Uh, he structured it very well to run without him, uh, which is great. And which is so Stefan, right? He's yeah. a, a systems guy. So he made sure the systems are in place. Yeah. And the thing, the same things work. Like the system works. It's not a person. Yeah. And um, so anyways, hopefully 
by those huge buildings that I see coming up, those, those big towers. One day, I'll get there. I'll well, get there. Right now, this is so big. I love owning land. You know, yeah. I love owning these houses. When we go there, like 50 by 100 or 60 by 120 lots. And I see down the road, 10, 15 years from now, we can just sever them and build four yeah. more there. Or yeah, our yes, kids yeah, can do yeah, that. As time goes on and density increases. To your to your point, what you mentioned about um, about winning the lottery, there's a there's a there's a fantastic quote, and I think it was actually Will Smith that said it. And it was something along the lines of, you know what, money doesn't actually change people. All that money does is just amplifies what's already there. Right. So mm-hmm. if you so if you were a piece of garbage ahead of time, right, and now you've won the lottery, guess what? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean that that garbage mentality. I mean you're you know yeah. you're, if you're if you're an asshole, right now you're just an asshole with money, right? Nothing's improved. Absolutely. But very very common, uh, particularly when you when you have this discussion with you know people who are people who are self-made, right? People who have gone through the struggles, right? Not not the not the trust fund kids and that type of stuff, right? But the people that have actually had to earn it at the end of the day, right? They're like, oh, you know, more money just means that I'm doing more of whatever it is I'm doing, right? That's you know, there's it's not it's not all of a sudden that uh, yeah that life that life changes. Because I think it's because we are doing what we're passionate about, yeah. what we love. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it drives us. And uh, I think it's great if someone can find that. You don't have to necessarily find it at 20 or 30 or whatever. Even at 60, there are people who found it. And hey, life is short. Whenever you find it, go for it. You know, just, just yeah. go all in. Don't give a damn about what others think, say or do. They'll all be back when you're doing well. Yeah. yeah. If, they, if they care. I mean, if they don't, then hey. And, and a lot and a lot of times those people yeah they just they enter and exit your life you know so so very yeah. quickly right yeah. and and i know even for myself like like leaving a lot of the leaving a lot of the toxic naysayers you know the pikers as stefan used to put them yeah. right leaving all yeah. those pikers behind type thing wow like you know you don't you don't miss them right it's sub, no. sever, severing some of those connections might have been tough but uh yeah i mean life life much better without them so absolutely yeah. onward and upward well i can say one thing raz you have had a fantastic fantastic amount of success and journey again i mean not not that you have not paid the price for it right either either uh, either financially or mentally or anything like that right a lot of struggles along the way um i i for one very very excited to see kind of what you're doing in the space um we talked about you know we talked about kind of continuing on continuing on the stefan's legacy right you know making sure that you know we can pass along you know information mm-hmm. education you know coaching where necessary especially to kind of help um, other individuals find you know their their freedom right because i mean for for me and i know very much for you it's it's ultimately the it's ultimately the freedom is what we're is what we're doing i mean money sometimes it's just a means of keeping score so yes yeah. absolutely yeah <laughs> well that is fantastic um so again, off message to everybody here. Uh, we did, did we did do this live stream and memorial for Stefan. Uh, huge, huge, huge impact uh, on my life, on Raz's life, and a lot of people. Um, and again, you know, if you if you had a very similar experience with him right if he positively impacted your life again throw hashtag respect the grind into the chat big thanks to all the students all the staff there at black card university again a lot of these things wouldn't have existed without you and razna again thank you very much for taking the time to spend here today i hope that 
you know what? Again, it's one of those things. If even one person watches the stream and says, you know what? That is awesome, right? I'm in a very similar position as Razna, right? Um, you know, I hope they I hope they find that inspiration to take the action. So That'd be wonderful. I've, it's been great chatting with you and uh, talking to you about this story. I may have rambled on a bit, but I, I just love I just love every aspect of life. <laughs> and, uh, I can talk for hours, uh, and I'm passionate about it. So feel free to send me a message. Uh, follow me on Raspite Houses on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and yeah, let's chat. Awesome. Thank you very much, Razna. Thanks again for taking the time here today. Thanks again for everybody who's tuning in, and we will see you here soon.